Hey friends, today I'm helping Ashley not only find her ideal audience on Instagram, but we're diving deep into her bio and clarifying her I help statement. We also define her brand pillars and content categories so she can stand out and connect with her audience and how she can utilize hashtags in Facebook groups. I promise you're going to learn a lot from this hot seat coaching episode, so let's dive in. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into Instagram, personal branding, marketing hacks, and content creation strategies, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now podcaster and coach. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, Open those juice boxes, grab your coffee or wine, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey, Ashley. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here today. Now, before we kind of dive into your Instagram frustrations, I would actually like to know what you do and why you're on Instagram. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, I am a math tutor. So I tutor middle and high school students in math. And I'm glad you clarified that for me. It's middle school and high school? Yes. Okay. Um, I do tutor a few um, college students, but I only tutor college algebra. I enjoy it. Like, I did lots of math in college, but (laughs) I like college algebra. So that's where I stop. I have that luxury of picking, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. So when it comes to Instagram, what do you think is like your number one frustration? I think for me personally, I have only so much time in my life. I've got two little kids. Um, I am home part-time, work part-time. So balancing that and I just never know like where's the most like bang for your buck in terms of using your time. So like the difference between reels and stories and posting and I admit that like, I really don't understand what IGTV is. Like, which one is like, do you need to be focusing on all of those or multiple? Or is there just one you can put your time towards? Yeah, no, I totally understand your frustration. Trust me, I've been there. And here's here's the beauty. You do not have to do all the things. And I'm glad that you really want to focus on the one thing that's going to help you grow your presence on Instagram, and you also want to grow your audience and find your ideal audience. So my follow-up question to you is, who are you, who do you think, or who are you targeting on Instagram? Yeah, when I first like kind of moved my business online at the beginning of the pandemic, I kind of really thought about that. And it's like some of my early posts were kind of like more instructional on content, but the reality is that parents hire you, not students, right? And so yes. um, my client are parents of kids who are in middle school or high school. And I would agree with you, even though you service the middle school and high school kids, but they're not the ones online looking for tutoring. It's actually the no. parents. So in this case, for Instagram, your ideal audience is going to be parents who are looking for tutoring for their middle or high school kids. So I think Mm -hmm. like, so we can go through and maybe get you a really good base. And just to get you clarified 
of how to set up your account so you can start attracting the parents to you. And then we can go through maybe some brand pillars and content ideas and how to really hone in on that audience. Does that sound good to you? That sounds great. Yeah. So I really think one of the things on Instagram is we really have to have a really solid and clear bio because anytime someone goes to look at our account, that's actually the first thing they see. So they want to know exactly what's in it for them. And I think that's one of the biggest like mind shifts that someone can make is when we are constructing our Instagram bio, it's really not about mm-hmm. us anymore, about the um, the account holder. It's really about okay. our ideal audience and what's in it for them. Because if you think about it, if you go to anyone else's account or if you're flipping through a magazine and you see promos, you know, you see ads, you're immediately gonna think what's in it for me? What will I get Mm -hmm. out of this? We're not there to read about the company and what they're promoting because we really don't care about them, but we want to know what's in it for us. How is it going to benefit me? How is it going to help me? How is it going to make me happy? So we need to set up our Instagram bio just like that. I love that you have your name in your name field and then you have math tutor. That's perfect because they're going to know who you are And they know exactly what you do. You're a math tutor. You're not just an overall tutor of all the subjects. So I Mm -hmm. like how you're crystal clear about that. So I think what we need to do, the only change I would really make is constructing your I help statement. That's a very powerful statement. It's almost like your mission statement in your Instagram bio. And it really has three main points. And you're going to state like, I help, you know, parent or your case, I tutor maybe we'll, we'll kind of map Mm -hmm. it out and we'll see how we want to put it, but it's typically I help who's your ideal audience. So in your case, it's parents. What are the parents problem? Okay. They need tutoring services for their middle school or high school children, but then what is your solution? So you're going to, your solution is, do you just do one-on-one tutoring? I do for the most part. Every now and then I'll do a small group, but I prefer to work one-on-one. Okay. So one-on-one. This is something I actually thought a lot about for this coming school year. And it's just the season of my life right now. I want to just stick with one-on-one. Okay. So you're, you're going to do it through one-on-one tutoring. And then do you also provide like other resources to your families? (laughs) Okay. Yep. I would say I help parents support their middle high school students gain confidence Mm -hmm. and and math skills through one-on-one tutoring and resources yeah I help parents support their middle slash high school students gain confidence in their math skills oh I love that in their math skills through one-on-one tutoring and resources boom we know exactly Perfect. what you're about. Yeah. And that's how you're going to get that's the parents. Awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love that. I think it's awesome. See how it's funny how you just kind of talk it and work <laughs> it out. Yeah. So that's kind of like the biggest like thing is your bio needs to be crystal clear. And we did it. Um, the second thing is I was going to ask you, because I know 
is kind of figuring out like what to post. Do you struggle with that? Yes. I feel like I go in these waves of like, I have a good idea for a little bit and then I don't know what to post. Okay. And then life gets busy and then I don't post. And then I worry about like, how do you start posting again? Do you just ignore the fact that you didn't post for a while? (laughs) What what does that look like? I'm sure I'm not the only person who is. No, you're not the only person. Consistent for a while and inconsistent, but that like jumping back in feels more intimidating the longer it's been. Here's my question. I'm going to take a step back because a lot, this happens a lot when we want to know what to post. So I always follow up with, well, when you're on Instagram, when someone looks at your account, what do you want to be known for, Ashley? Because now we're going to kind of think about your brand pillars because your brand is Momentum Math Tutoring. You are Ashley of Momentum Math Tutoring. So when someone takes a look at you, your business, your brand, what do you want to be known for? The biggest thing that I like to think about when I think about how am I different from other math tutors is I want to be approachable to my students. So I want them to feel really comfortable making a mistake or asking a question or getting halfway into a problem and being like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I think I went the wrong way and feeling really comfortable saying that to me instead of um, feeling nervous about it. And then just being like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And not actually really understanding what's going on. When I started using Instagram, I'm not really a social media person in my personal life, but it did occur to me before tutoring online, I tutored in my house and those people had like, my, all of those students had little glimpses of me, right? Mm-hmm. They had a glimpse of like where I lived, um, the painting project in your living room because they walked through it. They saw your kids quick, right? And so like that kind of lends itself to being approachable, a real person that they know who they can relate to. They can talk about like, oh, I have a poodle too, right? And so I've been trying to kind of weave that in and just kind of still share bits of who I am to be kind of approachable and have those connection points with students um, and with parents. Um, so I f- did that answer your question? Kind of yes, and you bit. nailed it. You <laughs> nervous. Said, no, you nailed it by being approachable. But here's something else that you said that was so key. And most people don't understand this. You want your students to feel understood. And that mm-hmm. is so powerful because I think most entrepreneurs, most business owners who are utilizing social media don't do that. They're very into, well, I want to make sure people know what I do. I want them to know what products and services I have. But the key piece that they're missing is they're not showing their audience that their audience is understood, that their pain points are understood. So By you saying that, I think you're going to do a really great job at showing up for not only your parents, you understand what the parents are going through. Make your parents feel understood of how math has changed, right? So you can just Mm -hmm. tell these little stories like, you know, I remember, you know, learning math this way. And now as an adult, I'm reteaching it in a different way, you know, so you're going to make your parents feel understood of the frustrations of how to support a child. And then you're gonna make your students feel understood with the struggles of math because math can be easy for one and not the other. And we all have different learning styles and math can be tricky. So I think posting about 
the frustrations of parents and the frustrations of kids is really going to help your ideal audience really feel understood by you and they're going to be drawn to you. And that's how you're really going to stand out as like the math tutor. Because you're not just a math tutor. You're almost like their their coach through knowing that they can have confidence to do this. Because if they have confidence in math and you're providing that path for them, then they can have confidence to accomplish something else in their life. So it's just not just the math aspect. Mm -hmm. If they can have confidence in math and they can have confidence in another subject and have confidence in something else in their life. So I think that's really, really important to really hone in to your approachability and making your audience feel understood. So when we're talking about posting, I think what would be a great idea for you is to kind of establish some categories for what you want to post. So you're not always like, oh, what am I going to post about? So I think some categories for you, which would be really awesome, is an about me. You need to definitely share more about you, Ashley, pictures of you, pictures of you working at your desk. Right now you have your headphones on, like maybe you can have a picture of you like listening to a podcast about educational resources and, you know, more things about you in your everyday setting is going to number one, make you more approachable. And number two, parents are going to want to do business with you because you're showing them your lifestyle. And people want to do business with other people that mirror their own lifestyle, mirror their own life experiences. I'm always like, how professional or like stage should those photos be? Like when you said the podcast there, like I always listen to it, like my kind of professional development stuff while working out. And I always feel kind of weird posting a picture about that, but should nope. I? Yeah, yes, absolutely. In my basement, that's a huge yes. mess. Because here's the thing, um, life isn't staged. Life is not staged true. at all. The more you show the real authentic tutor, you know, the real authentic Ashley, and I'm a homeschool mom, and I have a four-year-old, and my kitchen's a mess, but I'm dedicated to my students. <laughs> you're going to have more parents drawn to you because none of us live a stage life. I think the more that you're being vulnerable and showing you, you're going to be surprised at how many more parents are going to be drawn to you because parenting and being a parent is messy. So if you show that, Hey, I'm a, I'm a messy parent and I'm showing up and homeschooling my kids, but I'm also here to support your child and their math skills and competence they're going to love that. Some other categories that I think would be really beneficial for you is show more behind the scenes. So take a quick selfie of you working maybe, you know, where you work, when you work. The mess of where I work. Yes. Show it. Um, Maybe some personal insights. So that would be a great, you know, personal insight to white homeschool. Okay personal insight to the tutor world. Don't be afraid to say, what, is there something that you don't like about the tutoring world that you see is going on or being pushed out there? Don't be afraid to open up Mm -hmm. and say, well, I actually don't agree with this. And here's why, what are the benefits of tutoring? So it's almost like selling without selling. You're going to talk about the benefits of tutoring. 
the benefits are they're going to have better ACT, SAT scores. The benefits of tutoring is less anxiety in the school. The benefits mm-hmm. is, you know, not only will they have confidence in math, they'll have confidence in other subject areas. The mm-hmm. benefits is less stress and arguments at home between the parent and the child. That's a huge one. So you can talk about the benefits of tutoring without you actually saying, I offer tutoring, you know, here's a free consultation. Like, do you see the difference? Because now you're yes. showing almost like the impact, the emotional long-term impact on the parent and the child versus mm-hmm. your services. So there's a huge and difference. I could there. even share that like person, like my son struggles with reading. So yes. we hired a reading tutor because taking us out of that equation a little bit means that he doesn't show that frustration as much to another person, right? So he focuses more on learning it. Yes. Yes. So like sharing that and kind of connecting that to like hiring someone for math. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think benefits. Well, I do have things to post about. So I think you have a great list of categories and what I do, how I map out my content, I really simplify the process is I look at the month as a whole and I kind of decide, are there any like holidays or like fun national holidays that I want to post about? And I'll just circle those on my calendar. But then I decide, because we you asked this question earlier about consistency. Here's the good news, Ashley. You get to decide your consistency. It's up to you how often you want to post, what fits your, what feels good to you right now. Because you want to create a consistency pattern, but you said, you know, you don't want to post seven days in a row and then you're exhausted from that and then you don't show up for two weeks. Three days a week seems reasonable, right? Okay. So then commit to three days a week, decide what days a week that you want to post And what you can do is you can take those content categories and just fill them in on a calendar. So when you map out your calendar with Mm -hmm. what days you want to post, what feels right to you, Mm -hmm. and then you fill in the content categories, when it comes to actually posting, it's not as hard because you've already kind of mapped it out. That makes a lot of sense. I feel like when I have taken the time ahead of time to kind of map things out, it goes smoother than doing it like, hey, it's Tuesday morning. Let me try and get this in before anybody wakes up. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, And so those are posts. Where does everything else in Instagram kind of tie in? So I would for, so for you right now, Mm-hmm. What is your focus on Instagram? Is it to build your audience and build awareness? For me, my focus over the summer is just kind of making sure when that happens, I'm that first thought in their mind. Of okay. Like, I need help with this. Who could I, how, where could I find that help? Oh, Ashley from Momentum After Going, right? And right. That, that's my goal is to just kind of, yeah. So I think for you, for what would be really beneficial since, you know, we're recording this in July pretty soon, but you know, after 4th of July, we always see the back to school, you know, flyers in the sales. So I think for July and August, your main objective for being on Instagram is brand awareness. So for you, I would really just focus on your content for your posts, for your newsfeed. Just put your time and your energy there 
don't worry about all the other features on Instagram because that's when you're really going to just get burnt out and you're going to fall into that hamster wheel of what do I need to do next? What do I need to do next? I need to be in stories. Oh, wait a minute. I should Mm -hmm. try to do a reel. Maybe I should do a a quick little video and put it up as an IGTV. I don't even want you to worry about that. I want you to just be crystal clear on your ideal audience and serve them through your post in your newsfeed and just provide value. Give them your niched content, which is your tutoring, your math tutoring. And you're going to do that through the different categories that we talked about today. So you're going to talk about who you are. You're going to give a behind the scenes look into your business and how you work. Give your personal insights to math. Talk about the benefits of tutoring. Talk about your services now and then and give really valuable resources. That is really all I would focus on for the next 60 days. Because then what's going to happen is this is going to become just a routine for you. And you're going to feel so Mm -hmm. good about showing up consistently in your newsfeed. And then you're like, okay, now I'm ready for the next feature. And you're just going to compound over time. And then you're going to see that your audience is going to grow. Your brand is going to grow. And then you can start utilizing other features down the road to really enhance it. Okay. I've historically only really ever used um, stories is the only other thing I've used before. And I've only ever used it to like share tidbits of my life. Not like going back to that, like when students came to your house, they had a better idea of who you were. But I I love the idea of just kind of narrowing it in and focusing a little bit more. Yes. Because where you focus your energy, you're going to feel good about it. I think your brand, your personality is really going to shine through your newsfeed because you're just pouring all your effort into that. And you're not going to feel so pulled to all the other things that are going on. And then, you know, our momentum and energy just falls if we try to spread it too thin. I like this. Thank you. Cool. The only other thing I think you were... um, wondering how to find like more parents yes and oh can I ask like jumping back in so if you Mm -hmm. had a break should you just jump back in as if you've always been posting and not really acknowledge it yeah don't even acknowledge it just jump right back in. okay yeah yes so parents I feel like I have if I like go through my followers most of them are tutors which isn't terrible like I've had them recommend parents and I've had clients that way and I've had i tutor a tutor's child like most parents aren't tutors right does that make mm-hmm. sense so I feel like how do I attract a broader audience or how do I so get out of that one wheel of just attracting yeah tutors? yeah so once you establish your bio I think that's going to help number one then okay. really being laser focused on the content that you provide But there's two other ways that I think would really help you. Number one is zeroing in on really good hashtags. So you're already kind of using some tutor hashtags, which is really beneficial. But you might want to start looking at like local hashtags that you have to get into the mind of your parents. What would they be searching for on Instagram? So they might be into like local events for kids. 
if you have a local like YMCA, your schools, what kind of hashtags are they using? So it, it really takes some research. It does take some time, but you might want to get into the heads of your parents. But something else I thought of is, are you number one active on Facebook at all? Are you on? I have a Facebook page for my business, but I would say I'm about as active on it as I am on Instagram. Um, I do like, um, because we do homeschool, I have access to a large community of homeschooler like um, groups on Facebook yes. that most tutors don't have access to. So I have like, if someone has a question, I do try and answer it and just say like math tutor here, here's how you solve it. Um, and I have gotten a couple clients that way. So okay. I'm not crazy consistent on it and I'm certainly not on it every day, but I try like once a week pop in and- okay. Because I was going to suggest better than nothing. Yeah, I was going to suggest Facebook groups for homeschool moms. Yes. And then even Facebook groups for um, parents of middle school, high schoolers. Like there has to be groups out there that, you know, there's a community or a group for moms who are raising middle school high school kids and there's probably a a lot of moms in there asking questions like you know they're probably struggling from behavior to school to subjects and grades Mm -hmm. so that might be something great to search for is facebook groups you know moms who have middle school or teenage kids finding those groups and getting into those so how do you feel about this so far do you feel like you have like a plan or a path (laughs) I do. I think really like the most releasing thing is like pick one thing that's enough to focus on because especially when you go on Instagram, right? Like so many people are doing all of the things that it makes you feel like you have to do all of the things to be successful. Um, And they're posting. Sometimes I feel like some people post multiple times a day, which is great. But like, that's just not something I can achieve right now or that I want to achieve I'm not sure that I want that to be what success is for me right right right. and I mean you hit it on the head you just finding that yeah and that's really great that you really define that for yourself so because I always say when people get stuck in that they're stuck in like that state of inspiration and they're Mm -hmm. consuming all that content and that's when I say well you need to establish why are you on Instagram in the first place and what do you want from it So move from that state of inspiration and move to a state of doing. And I want you to do what feels right to you, what feels aligned to your business and what you want out of it. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's that biggest thing is like picking that frequency that works for me. And then I think it's easy to get stuck in that. But if everyone else is posting every day, should I be posting every day as well? Like, is it, I suppose that's one of my questions. Is it less effective to post less frequently? If you're consistent still with that less, I was going to say you are, you're producing your own consistency pattern and your audience will learn that over time. Okay. So, yeah. So if you're posting three days a week, but it's not about how many times you post, it's really about really great content. Okay. So I would rather see you only post three days a week, but you have killer content and it's on point and it's direct Mm -hmm. to your ideal audience versus five days a week with just something that's just like, oh, here's a picture of a horse that I saw on the side of the road. Isn't it cute? Like, 
you know what I'm saying? Like that's just not effective. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So substance over quantity. Yes, absolutely. Okay. But yes, that was really effective because I think it's very easy as hard as you try not to compare, it's very easy to compare on. Oh, absolutely. I still fall into the comparisonitis all the time. And I have like, nope, I have to go back. Like, why am I here? What's my purpose for being here? Stick to my roots. (laughs) Yes. Well, and it's such a shift, like before, like moving online, I never would have thought to go to Instagram to find a tutor for my child. I just like never occurred to me that that would be a place to find those resources right so even just like that shift of like no this is it's not just like a space to post pictures of your dog right right yes mm-hmm. yes and you'll be amazed too I think you're going to find over time that you know Instagram is that space to really just make those connections and just provide value mm-hmm. and share so even though you might have parents that follow you and they might not necessarily hire you to tutor their child but there's a lot of power in those parents getting to know you because now they're going to be a resource for you and that's what's going to happen you might get people who will contact you outside of instagram and they're going to say well a friend of mine follows you on instagram and that's how i learned about you okay so it can you can make some powerful connections and then your connections can actually become your resources Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.